This show is brought to you by the Deluxe Edition Network. Head over to the Den Dot Show for other great podcasts. Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Deluxe Edition, the show where we love to dig deep into classic pop culture and shoot the shit all about it. Here is Casey blowing his weed smoke. Here it comes. Everybody wait for it. There it is. Look at that. Yeah, this has become this has become a tradition. That one had chunks in it, dude. I think I got a contact high. <laughs> you can feel that, right, Amber? I mean that Oh yeah. He does it. this every show, and like if he, if he doesn't do it, we have a bad show. So it's now something you have to do every time. We might have a really good good one this time. I'm drinking too. Oh Drink, shit! Drinking and smoking. When I was a kid, there was a. Uh, I remember this guy Scott. His oh, I almost said his last name. Not that he's ever going to listen to this thing, but his last name starts with a Z. And I remember we found a pack of uh, Tarrington 100 cigarettes, like total 80 cigarettes. I don't even think they're around anymore. They were pure cancer in a little roll. And I remember us lighting them and he started uh, blowing out the smoke. And I was like, dude, it's full of chunks. What, what do you think the chunks are, man? I said, it's probably your lungs. I think when you smoke and you breathe out smoke, chunks of lung come out. This kid was so fucking dumb. One day he sat next to this girl, Heather, who was out for like a month on the school bus. And uh, I, I saw her, him sitting with Heather and, and Heather had been out for a while. And then when Heather comes back, Scott sits next to Heather. I say, Scott, I didn't see you on the bus. Totally lying. Oh, yeah, I was sitting up there with Heather. Heather. Heather was out for a month. Yeah, I know. It was her first day back. Dude, Heather was out with Mono. <laughs> yeah. What's Mono? You can't sit next to Heather. You know what's going to happen to you now? What, man? What? Your uterus is going to fall out. My uterus? He was so terrified. I had him. These guys are out there. I used to think the world was smarter than this, but then I remember Scott Z, and I go, yeah. It's fun to mess with people like that, though. Oh, it's too fun. I do too much of it to Casey. I'm so sorry, Casey. You're my new Scott Z. That's all right. The, the real quick story. There was a kid on my bus that one time I hated him all throughout high school too. Uh, Nate something. I don't even remember his name, but one time we were on the school bus. Like I was probably in like, I don't know, fourth or fifth grade. And I got up and he was like, this kid just grabbed my ass. I was like, what? What? I didn't grab anybody's ass. Oh, wow. Look at you all grabby. Yeah. That's not, that's not the right way to be, man. <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, we're doing something a little different today. We have a guest today. Casey, we have a guest. We do. We have Amber Hoffmeister. Did I say your name right? Yes, you did. So then I learned that you're in a fan film. Yeah. What can you tell us about this fan film you're in? Not much because it's still editing right now and they're still working on it. But I can tell you I get to hang out with uh, Mr. Jason Voorhees which is pretty damn cool. I get to look him right in the face and my scene kind of feels like an awkward date at first. <laughs> That's how I describe it. Cause I'm looking right up at him. I'm like, yeah, we should have went to dinner first. Are you allowed to say what movie it is? Yes. Uh, Friday the 13th, vengeance Two: bloodlines. That's cool. So There's man. already a vengeance out on YouTube, which is pretty great. So it's the sequel to that one. That's awesome. I mean, we've interviewed CJ. I know he's in the uh, first one. I'm assuming he's in the second one. Uh, he's Elias. He's yeah. Jason's dad. How did you get into the, uh, Wait a minute. So you're in, in a Jason fan film. Casey's in a Jason fan film. What the fuck? Guess who's not in a Jason fan film? <laughs> well, Hollywood. guess who needs to be? Hollywood. I hope you're listening. <laughs> you need me, Hollywood. All right. I'm used to getting picked last in dodgeball growing up, but it's okay. It's my time. You got this. It's happening. So Amber, how did you actually end up getting cast for a fan film? Did you actually reach out to them or did they find you? How do you, how does this happen for you? So the actor who plays Jason, Jason Brooks, he works for a company called Tori Bell. And I was actually a consultant for Tori Bell and my friend Hannah was too. And Hannah and Jason met at the convention down in, I think they were in Florida. And she mentioned that her and I really love 
acting and modeling and all that. And if he ever had any parts he wanted us to play to let us know. So he did. (laughs) And we auditioned. We auditioned over a Zoom and video. And he got back to us literally a couple hours later and said we got the parts. So she's also in it with me, which is cool. That's really cool. So are you, are you, is your future now you're going to be a scream queen? God, that'd be amazing. Well, hopefully modeling scream queen, the American dream. (laughs) So what do you play? All right. Friday, the 13th movies have there's, there's tropes that must be followed. All right. So either you're one of the good kids or you're one of the bad kids. Are you allowed to say, were you a good kid or a bad kid? I was a stoner. (laughs) Bad kid. You're dead. You got killed. I can't tell you if I got killed or not, but I'm a stoner, so there you go. Well, you could be the, the, the what do they call that? The last girl. Maybe you were the, the final the, girl. The final girl, yeah. No, not me. <laughs> do you have a good scream? Can you like I scream do. on command? I do. Yeah, it's, it's quite fun. I like to be loud and annoying when I do it. Can you hear like other people scream to go, oh, I know whose scream that is. I'm like, I'm a kind of sort of a good scream. Sort of. Um, when we were filming Vengeance, my fiance took a video and the the other girl that played, uh, Kel is her name, Kel Tappan. She plays, um, fuck, what is her name in the movie? I can't remember right now. But she plays the final girl. And... Um, she screams and I scream and I could tell the difference between our two screams in that video that he took. All right. Well, that means you have a good ear for screams. I'm going to quiz you. Oh God. I'm not that good, bro. (laughs) I always failed pop quizzes. Trial by fire. There's only one way to get to the top and that's to be the best to know everything about the scream. So I'm going to play a couple screams for you. You got to tell me what movie it's from. Oh, Lord. All right. You both can play. I can't play because I made this game up and I know all the answers. Oh, all right. (laughs) Here we go. Listen carefully. Listening. Listen. Ah! Just kidding. All right. Here we go. (laughs) Scream. Or not scream. Jesus Christ. Psycho. Psycho. All right. That was, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you figured that one out. I said scream because she screamed, but psycho. <laughs> well, you gave it away with the. Uh, 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 in the oh, I should have removed it. All right. We'll try another one. This one will have no, no tricks like that to give it away. <laughs> I don't even know. The music didn't give it away? No, like, uh, my brain goes, okay, I've heard this. And now I can't, <laughs> I can't process. See, like, pop quizzes. I don't like them. <laughs> that would be the angelic voice of one. Jamie Lee Curtis in Halloween. All right, we're one for one so far. Here I'm we go. i Halloween. I'm an idiot. Like, look. <laughs> <laughs> Some fan you are. I wear the shirt, but I don't know the screen. failed. How about this? Okay, we're getting harder. That's a good scream. Nope. No. How about is that nightmare? Uh, not nightmare. Night of the Living Dead. Nope. It's an alien movie. Pre- alien and Predator. Nope. It's about a single alien. <laughs> Et. <laughs> it's- about one alien in space. The movie's called Alien. It's about an alien. Have, can you guess the movie? <laughs> alien. <laughs> alien, yeah. Oh my That's God, Ripley. this is good. All right, we got two more. Okay, we're getting harder. Ready? <laughs> it's a very famous scream. It is, but where the fuck does this come from? <laughs> it used to be my ringtone, if that helps anybody. Totally, because I I remember this as your ringtone. <laughs> See, you hate pop quizzes just as much as I do, Amber. I'm he does so this shit bad. to me all the time. 
fucking terrible at these things. I can do it when I'm not being quizzed. I totally would have known that was Jamie Lee. <laughs> but I have no idea. So that's it's called the Wilhelm scream. I, there's a there's a whole story to it. It was done in uh, back in the day, like just recording sound effects or studios. Back then, everything was getting lifted. Like I don't know if you've ever li- watched the movie. I can't think of anything offhand where you hear it and you go, "Oh, that was a lightsaber," or "That was the Tie Fighter going by." Like these sound effects get shared around back in the day, and that was one of them. And if you watch any Star Wars movie or Indiana Jones, right, no matter what, if a stormtrooper gets shot in one movie, you'll always or in any one of these movies, you'll hear it one time. So start looking for it. So like if a stormtrooper is, you know, chasing uh, Luke and he turned around and he hits the uh, the blaster fire and it goes right back, hits the stormtrooper. You'll hear it every time now. You'll never not hear it. trying to grip the rails, Percy slid into the yard. Beep! Beep! Look out! I'm just going to start using this in my everyday life. Like, if I stub my toe, you're going to hear, ow! (laughs) 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 That'd be great. Why is this light always red? Why is nobody moving? (laughs) So wait, is it so wait, is it only in the Star Wars movies or is it in multiple movies? No, it's in multiple movies. I'm gonna read you know what? Since we're not doing this live, I'm gonna go to the old Google. Your Google I'm gonna, box. I'm gonna Google the word Bing to take me to Bing to search for things. <laughs> I'm not really doing that. I mean, Google's fine to me. I don't it's too much work to Will Wilhelm Scream in film. All right, films that have featured the Wilhelm, and don't say Wilhelm. It's Wilhelm. 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 Das, das nass, Wilhelm. That means the sponge is not wet. It's the only German I know. Wait. I know nine. <laughs> Wait. Why is that the only German sentence that you know? Because I was bad at it in school, and that was the only day I went. The day we learned the sponge is not wet. All right, so it's in it's in hundreds of movies here. Um, Fantastic Four, Madagascar, Star Wars Episode Three, Monster in Law, Kingdom of Heaven. Never even heard of it. Sin City, The Ring Two, Team America. Oh my God, it's everywhere. Anchorman, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Troy, Hellboy, win a date with Tad Hamilton. Peter Pan, Looney Tunes, Kill Bill used it. Kill Bill used it. That's how big this thing is. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've heard it a lot for sure, but I didn't realize it wasn't all that. And now Deluxe Edition can add it to their IMDb page as well. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Trust me, you're, now you're never so next time you go to watch Agent Cody Banks, Casey, you're you're definitely gonna hear it. One of my favorites. All right, we got our last one. Ready? <laughs> It's Goofy. Goofy, right? It can't all be screaming, you know. Uh, that was an easy one. Yeah. Oh. Ah, Casey, Casey doesn't know. Casey's like, who the fuck is Goofy? Ah, what? Never heard it before. Mickey Mouse, <laughs> Goofy. Uh, of course I knew who they are. I've just never heard them scream or make noises. I, w- I always love the scene from uh, Stand By Me when they're all talking. They're like, all right, if Pluto's the dog, what the fuck is Goofy? All right. Mickey's a mouse. Donald's a duck. Pluto's a dog. What's Goofy? Goofy's a dog. He's definitely a dog. He can't be a dog. He wears a hat and drives a car. God, that's weird. What the hell is Goofy? Pluto's the dog. What the fuck is Goofy? Good question. Right. What is Goofy? I don't understand. I always thought Goofy was a dog. But then there's Pluto, who's treated like a dog. He's Goofy, man. Maybe he has no, like, classification. He's just a thing. Oh, we're getting into political stuff now. Oh, no. (laughs) No, no. Anthropomorphic. What does that mean? 
Well, I know what it means. Why don't you tell us what it means? <laughs> he typically wears a turtleneck and vest. <laughs> <laughs> Another damn Disney character with no pants. That's what it means. No, he wears pants. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah, I guess he does wear pants. He's, anthrop- he's anthropomorphic, man. He can't go around not wearing pants. He's got a big, long green, like when you're, so Casey's like 18 feet tall. Like he knows not to wear a long, tall hat to make him look taller. I don't know. Goofy's got some problems. All right. So anyway, the the reason we really had you on, Amber, you're the expert, the probably the greatest expert in the world on fan films. I don't know about that. Oh. <laughs> and I'm not really sure why we have you, but we're glad you're here because today's topic is all about the absolute best fan films ever made. This is the definitive list. This will go on to be the only list that matters. So I hope you did your homework because we're representing the best of the best, the best fan films that have ever been made and will ever be made. Ever. (laughs) Ever. Who would like to begin? Who's got a good one to share? Why don't why don't I just go over a quick uh, history of fan films quick? All right, let's have a history of fan films. So a fan film, if anyone is curious as to what it is, is a film or video inspired by a film, television program, comic book, book, or video game created by fans rather than the sources, copyright holders, or creators. A uh, little research I did. The earliest known fan film is Anderson Argang which was produced in 1926, shot in Anderson, South Carolina, based on the R-Gang series. What is the R-Gang series? The Little Rascals. So it was a fan film made about the Little Rascals. Is that what R-Gang is? I didn't go into the history of the R-Gang. I think so. I think that's what it is as well. So then uh, in the 40s, 50s, more and more fan films were being made. Andy Warhol actually made a, a film that could be considered a fan film called Batman Dracula. What? Uh, yeah. The hell is that? <laughs> there. Oh, that that uh, the R Gang thing. There's only one known copy of it, and res- it resides in uh, University of South Carolina's News Film Library. There's no copies on YouTube? That can't be. This might be the only thing that's not on YouTube. I didn't check. Like I said, I didn't, didn't really do any last-minute research on that. I don't think I did any research. Oh, I did a ton of research. I copied all this from Wikipedia. Oh, uh, Wiki? <laughs> So, uh, most of the more prominent science fiction fans, uh, science fiction films and television shows are represented in fan films. There are a ton of Star Wars, Star Trek, Doctor Who, and uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan films. Wait a minute, then. By that definition, would a porn parody be a fan film? (laughs) I I would think so, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Edward Penis Hands. I mean, I guess that, you know, is a fan film. It makes sense. That's a real movie. I didn't, that's not a joke. Casey lent it to me once. I I believe he did. (laughs) Casey likes to make me wait for him so I could uh, edit all this shit out. Where'd you go, buddy? (laughs) I had to plug my computer in. (laughs) Sometimes it will just turn off, so I was afraid of that. When the internet was, uh, you know, the video wasn't really that accessible yet on the internet. It, it, YouTube was there. It just wasn't really the way it was now um, in terms of like speed and quality. And I remember the very first fan film I saw was a movie called Batman Dead End. So I love Batman. Batman from the comics, you know, all the different tellings. There's there's always a, a darkness about Batman in the comics, but the, you hadn't really seen that in the movies at all back when this thing came out. Um, like an idiot, I don't have a, a date written down for this, but you know, it's, it's more than 10 years ago. So this movie came out, it's called Batman dead end. It's less than 10 minutes long and the Batman in it looks incredible. I mean, he's just like built, right. He shot, right. The makeup, makeup, you know, really the suit, right. These guys just made a suit and Batman starts fighting the Joker, which 
like you never really got to see Batman fighting the Joker. You saw Jack Nicholson, right? But they never really got into too much of a fight. So it's like, oh, interesting. I've never really seen. Well, because I don't. Why is Batman afraid of the Joker? That guy doesn't look like he can fight. I don't. You ever seen them get into a fist fight? Like, it's not that scary. But actually getting to see the two kind of fight together in a really good, well-produced video. It was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that. And then, and then two other things happen in this movie. That I can't tell you because you got to go look at it. But there's guest stars that show up. Two characters show up who aren't even in the DC universe. And their makeup and suits, special effects, yada, yada, even better. Beyond good. Batman dead end. And I was like, okay, this, this is incredible. This is what you know happens. The internet might actually one day be a place where independent filmmakers can make movies. I guess it's happening because... You're in a film. And there's a ton of fan films. You, I mean, like, I don't think you could do that without the internet these days. I mean, is the movie, yeah, your movie can't be really aired, I don't think, on any video on demand service. It's only can be on YouTube, I think. So thank God for fan films. But Batman Dead End, check that one out. That's an amazing one. Great movie, Bill. I've seen that. Can Can we tell who the other two people are? I don't want to spoil it, but... I'm uh, totally going to go watch it, so, I mean, you can go ahead and say whatever. All right. It's The Predator and Alien. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. All of a sudden, these Predators and Aliens show up, and it's like, this this is the best 10 minutes of my life. My kids would probably like that a lot. One of the things I love about fan films is how quick they are. Uh, They, you know, I have a short attention span, so... Unless it's like really, really good, the whole you know ten to fifteen minutes is great. And some of them, like that, the Batman Dark End, that you're, or what's it called, Dark End? Yeah, it's called Batman <laughs> Rear End. That's it's the wrong Batman film. Dead, dead End, Dead, Dead End, Dead End, Dead End. The the costumes, everything. Yeah, I mean, those people, like, it makes me want to see what else they do. You know what I mean? Like, other than just their fan films. What'd you bring, Casey? Mine, I have uh, Predator, Dark Ages. Have you heard of this? Predator, Dark Ages. Mm-mm. Never heard of this. 2015, written by James Bush. Uh, stars a lot of people I've never heard. Adrian Boucher, Ahmed Hasimi, Sabine Croshin, Ben Holmes, John Campling, Philip Lane. It's the Predator in uh, medieval times. What? Dude, it is awesome. So good. Short, 16 minutes, something like that. 16 to 20 minutes. Incredible. The, the fight, like... The suits, you know, the medieval suits, the predator suit, everything on point. Please tell me there's a predator jousting. <laughs> uh, no, no, the predator is the predator that he's always that he always is. I'm pretty it's sure. Awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're making that one up. You're just trolling that. us. <laughs> That's a cool idea. What, when was that one made? Because you got to think about how hard that is to make. And, and that shit, you know, it, it adds up. Those costs add up. 2015. Wow. Yep. They, they do the, uh, you all know that you all have seen the Predator. You know how he does like the infrared, how they look? Yeah. Yeah. They do all that. This, you know, I, I don't know about, yeah, I guess they do some CGI and some uh, practical effects, but it's all. Really good. Actually, the dude uh, follows us on Instagram now. I talked to him the other day. James Bush. James, you're amazing. You're amazing, James. Thank you for following us. You Never haven't seen that yet. You haven't even seen it yet. I can't believe you're going to just lie to him like that. Look, I, we need fans, Casey. <laughs> even if it's terrible, I'm going to say I love it. I love you, but I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, I got to say, talk about low budget stuff. You, you were talking about Death Race 2050, the other sh- episode, the other show. Have you seen this, Amber? I've seen the Death Race movie, but I haven't seen that. You got to listen to our last episode. Casey woke me up to the fact that Death Race uh, 2000 has a sequel. And the fucking movie is 100% the same as the, the first movie. 
I can't stand when they do that, but it's that low budget CGI. Like, you know, they're just like, okay, we're filming a movie right here. You guys on this bench just run like you're scared. And they get up and run like half ass. They don't care. And then they drag this, like this movie animation into the scene. It goes, and it goes, ah! you run. It's so bad. I, low budget CGI is trash. Low budget practical stuff. Pure art. I'm going to put that out there for the record. It's all art. I need to watch that though. Cause that sounds kind of funny. <laughs> It's a good movie. It's a great movie. It's a Roger Corbin movie. Death Race 2000. You got to listen to our last episode because you might get the wrong one. If you get the wrong one, you're going to hate us and think we don't know anything. <laughs> if you get one of the dumb remakes. Amber, what movie did you bring? Um, I brought actually Jason Rising. Have you seen that? Jason Rising. It's a fan film. It was just made, I think, this year. And it just came out recently. Obviously, it's on YouTube. And I actually, I was supposed to be working the other day. And I decided I was going to watch that while I was working. And I was actually pretty impressed. It was good. The acting was pretty good. There was a few lines that made me laugh because it was very accurate. Like, um, they say something about, there's a fence around Crystal Lake. And the cop... And there's another guy out there, and he's like, oh, what's behind here? And the guy says, um, just some land that's been under a lawsuit for a couple years. And it's funny because, you know, the lawsuit with Friday the 13th. So I had to chuckle a little bit. It's like, oh, it's creative. But yeah, it was good. Like, the kills were pretty good, and I was really impressed. So definitely check it out. It's a more of a longer fan film, too, though. I mean, if... You don't like the longer ones, but it's definitely one that you can sit through and enjoy. I like the short ones because some of them are really good and they get a lot in there in the short amount of time. But some of the longer ones, I feel that they just drag out and just the story isn't isn't that great. And some of them are like really, really bad. So, <laughs> I mean, I think it's all great. I mean, I don't yeah. want to discourage anyone from doing this stuff, but, you know, some of them are not good. I felt that way about Never Hike Alone, like the first one. I thought that one was kind of boring, and it was just way too long. Have you seen that one? I saw the one in the snow. Yeah, they're starting to blend together now that I think about it. But but this new one, I don't know about. But the one in the snow, I thought was pretty good. Never Hike Alone in the Snow. Or the first one like was just the guy hiking by himself in the woods, coming across uh, Camp Crystal Lake. And it was just one guy and Jason, and that was it. And the kills were the way he was like trying to kill him was kind of boring. It just went on way too long. Like he kept getting stabbed and running away, getting hurt and running away. (laughs) It was just the same thing over and over again. I was like, okay, I'm over this shit. (laughs) Those are my favorite. When they get hurt, they get right up. Like, Oh, I can keep going. I'd fall right down. (laughs) Yeah. He'd throw, he'd like hit me with a branch. I'd fall down. Okay. You got me. I wouldn't be getting up. Amber, you have a friend next to you. The way I see the screen, I, I thought it was one of your kids. I didn't realize because I only saw half of his face. Oh, he looks so young. This is my fiance, Tim. Hi, Tim. Hi. How are you? Are you an actor too? I am not. No? No. Are you a Jason fan? Um, yes. Does she always talk? Because I can tell from your Instagram and from what you're saying here, like you're one of those people that probably have Jason tattooed on your arm somewhere. I don't actually. Not yet. No, but she has a five-year-old who wants to dress up as Jason every day. There's actually a photo shoot they did where she's covered in blood because he's slitting her throat. (laughs) My five-year-old, yes. I'm in the in his little kiddie pool, and there's blood all over. And he wanted to get in, and he had his Jason mask on, so we let him kill me. <laughs> I was playing Jason in the '80s. There's nothing wrong with it. I, I turned out fine. A few misdemeanors, but I was, you know, otherwise all right. <laughs> the um, I don't talk much about it on the show, but you know, Amber, you know that I do photography, yes. model photography on the side, and it, there will be young people who come in. And I love seeing like their arms decked out and things like Leprechaun. I'm like, you remember Leprechaun, Pumpkinhead? I'm like, fucking Pumpkinhead. I thought this shit was all gonna die with me. And this young generation is keeping all this stuff alive. So that's killer. Yeah, I love Leprechaun. This creepy ass laugh. Oh. 
ooh, we should do a show about the craziest laughs from, from horror movies. That's awesome. That's a good idea. Well, let me keep the show going because we're, we only got 15 minutes left. I get really cranky if we go any longer. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm old. I got to get my sleep. So there's a, uh, a thing. It's called frostbite cinematics. It's a YouTube channel called frostbite cinematics. I love star Wars. Fucking love star Wars, but I'm not a big fan of the new star Wars animation. This channel, these guys are making these little star Wars movies. And I don't know if they're using video game engines to, produce it or blender or whatever they're using this looks better than any star wars cartoon ever made it's the stories aren't so good the direction isn't great but however this these groups of this group of people maybe it's one person are doing this it's incredible just going and watching like these star uh, stormtroopers have these battles it looks like you're watching the movie so you know it's kind of i say to anybody dc marvel all these big properties that are putting cartoons out Bar's been raised. This guy raised it over that uh, Frostbite Cinematics. Like, I want my animation to be that good. It can be that good. I don't know how he did it. He's smarter than me. I can barely draw. But, he, I mean, this thing just, just looks absolutely fantastic. So, good on you, Frostbite Cinematics, wherever you are. I can't say that I'll watch it. I'm not a fan of Star Wars. <sighs> I'm not either. All right. Well, then what do you got next, KDC? Come on. You like Ghostbusters? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody likes Ghostbusters, right? Found this the other day. Ghostbusters Southside. Uh, director Patrick Lawrence, written by Joel and Joseph Howard and Patrick Lawrence. Starring uh, Joel Howard, Aris Alvarado, Angie Kim, and Brendan Wentworth. It's uh, 16 minutes long. It's as if the Ghostbusters uh, turned into a franchise. And they're like all over the country. And this one is struggling in Southside, Los Angeles, and they're waiting on that next call. You know, all the ghosts are caught, and they're just waiting on that next call. The CGI is great. The ghosts, everything's really good. Oh, wow, man. I did not know there was any ghosts. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I will I will start going down that road. Yeah, the outfits, the, uh, the what, are the, what are they called? The blasters, the... Uh, you don't even know proton pack oh you disappoint me so much proton pack i know all right redemption redemption you got it (laughs) have you seen the new ghostbusters trailer yeah no casey (laughs) shame i have to do research for a fucking podcast now i don't have time to watch things that i want to shame paul rudd is in it Paul Rudd is in it, and the uh, director is is Jason Reitman. It's the son of Ivan Reitman, who did the uh, the first and second one. Um, I've heard it's not so good. I heard you know he was going to sort of take the his dad's hand off and create something really different and magical, but with the same spirit. I guess is what he what I read he was going for. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet, but I do actually enjoy seeing like the fact that they. They they used the old type of look in the old practical special effects. So like when those dogs would run around, like they you could tell they were just like Gumby in those damn things. You know, they were like, move it, take a picture, move it, take a picture, move it, take a picture, mm-hmm. and then impose it on there. It looked really bad. So when you look at the new trailer, you can it's like a good version of that bad special effect. You know, I love those little wigs like yeah. that. It's great. Are all the old characters in it? I well, one's dead. Right. Yeah. Other than him. I don't know. I'm trying to avoid spoilers on it. See, it was always a big problem getting Bill Murray back. He never wanted to go back after he did the second one. He just didn't like it. He's like, leave me alone. I'm doing other things now. I'm done with Ghostbusters. And it was always like, come on, man. You got to get back and do another Ghostbusters. The fans want it. And it went, um, <laughs> it's so sad that I know the uh, the actors by their character names better than I know the real names. When Egon died, whose real name I can't remember. So disrespectful. You know, it's kind of like, well, now we can't make a Ghostbusters sequel. And here comes the the Ghostbusters sequel we've been waiting for all along. I can't stand when they do that. They wait until everybody die. And then they go, hey, let's go make the sequel everybody's waiting for. You can't. They're dead. They're dead. They're dead. They can have them as the ghosts in the movie. Oh. Yeah. See, they need you. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Ghosts of uh, the Ghostbusters past. <laughs> And they were fighting the humans with proton packs. Yeah. Just turn the whole thing on its ear. 
There we go. Now we need to uh, trademark this and make this movie. <laughs> New fan film. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What do you got, Amber? You got another one for us? Of course I need to bring this up. I need to bring up Vengeance. Hello. <laughs> so mm. the first Suspect. movie. Yeah. I, whatever. <laughs> I had to bring up this movie because I'm in the second one. And I actually really liked this movie. I like what they did with it. And then they actually have Jason's dad in this, which is really cool because you never hear about Jason's dad. You only hear about his psycho mom. So now you've got Elias Voorhees in there, who is played by CJ Graham, who, as everyone knows, is Jason. So it's really neat. And the take on it is cool. And Elias is just as psycho as Jason and the mom. So it's really, really cool. And the acting's funny. I know most of the actors in there I I worked with uh, when we filmed Vengeance 2 and working with, like, Jason Brooks, he's so funny. And if you listen to, like, his commentary in that movie, it, oh, my God. As his other character, Jesus Christ, he plays, like, this drunk guy, and he says the most outrageous shit. <laughs> it's so funny. There's also a lot of boobies. A lot of boobies. <laughs> and who doesn't like boobies? So. Yeah, you know, I messaged Jason. I I met Jason. I'm in, uh, which I'm sure we'll talk about, Peter Anthony's uh, Roseblood. Yeah. So I met Jason Brooks. I wore, wore his costume. I, I watched Vengeance prior. That Vengeance was one of the first fan films that I had heard of. And I watched that several times, watched it. You know, before I met him, after I met him, and I text him around, you know, the fourth time that I watched it. And I was like, I just realized that you're fucking Lewis Carlisle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was so funny. <laughs> Are you hearing any blowback from fans? Because this, when we had, uh, when we had Jace, uh, when we had, um, I mean, I gotta edit that. I'll get his name wrong. It'll kill me. When we had Peter Anthony on, you know, he's he's directing the uh, the new Roseblood movie. Yeah. He said that there was a lot of people online who were throwing a lot of shade. Like, man, you you can't make a, a Jason movie. And and I thought that was crazy. It's like we're not getting Jason movies. Thank God we have fan films, right? And you didn't, honestly, have you gotten any of that blowback? No, not really. And honestly, with Peter's film, it's a really great concept because we, you know, coming from the new blood the movie you never really find out what goes on with tina so him making Roseblood and telling a little more of tina's story and continuing continuing on after that is really a great idea so i don't know what people are bitching about <laughs> get over yourselves people are always going to bitch about something it's a great movie my music's in it yeah, yeah, yeah. He is in a band, and his band's music is in the Vengeance Two movie. Very cool. Yeah. So everybody on this show is part of the Friday, a Friday the Thirteenth thing, but me. Yes, and we had him as an extra on set too. I walk by a truck and throw my arms up. And yeah, I, he walks by me in the that's car. About it. <laughs> so you are an actor, not by choice. That's acting. <laughs> He didn't want to do it. He just had to. I didn't do it well. (laughs) Listen, Hollywood. My name is Bill. I've been waiting for my turn. I don't bring a lot of skills to the table. People say my left side is very handsome. My right side, very ugly. So I can play a monster or a leading man. You can play a monster from your right side and a leading man if you're only filmed from your left side. Keep in, keep in mind, Hollywood. <laughs> I'm only doing this podcast so so you so you see me, see me, Hollywood. Bill, what? You're not in a fan film yet. <laughs> It'll happen. There's more to come. Yeah, mine'll be like the earnest, scared, stupid <laughs> fan film. Oh, dude, has anyone made any earnest fan films yet? There you go. Make one. I'd watch That's a good that. Idea. I would, yeah, I would get like five viewers. <laughs> Poor Ernest. Nobody remembers Ernest. No. I do. That dude was awesome. He had every different kind of movie. The Christmas, the Thanksgiving, like everything. 
I love Ernest Scared Stupid, though. That one's so funny. Nobody remembers anything good from when I was a kid. I talk to people at work, and I, I say something stupid from when I was a kid, and they're like, what's that? I'm like, Never mind. <laughs> Trust me, I know what you mean. I work with everybody younger than me. I'm like, oh, man, Eddie Van Halen just died. That's crazy. Eddie Van Halen. Hmm. Yeah, you never heard, you ever heard the song Jump? Uh, is that by Beyonce? No, it's by Van Halen. It's by Van Halen. God damn it. I go through a lot. I'm almost 45, so I deal with a lot of young people that just don't get it. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original cartoon. Best cartoon growing up. Nobody knows what the hell it is. Nope. Nobody. I tell people, I said, did you know that Chucky was, was based on a My Buddy doll? You know, what the fuck is My Buddy? Yep. And I say, you know, I'm just going to go walk onto this iceberg. Can somebody give me a shove? I'm ready to just <laughs> sail out. I still walk just around and say My Buddy and me. Yeah. See, now we're going to get a, a DMCA takedown request because we're singing My Buddy. All right. Back to the show. Back to the show. All right. So I want to let you guys know about this other channel that's absolutely incredible. It's called Bat in the Sun. Have you seen anything from Bat in the Sun? I don't think so. So these guys, it's a group of people because a lot of times it's the same faces. They are doing amazing cosplay and storytelling. Well, I'm not going to say it's the most amazing stories ever. It's a fan film. But good storytelling, great cosplay, and really good special effects as they've gotten better You know, each time they put out one of these videos. The video is probably only you know 10 minutes long. It's under the, the playlist called Superpower Beatdown. So it's basically they take two characters who usually wouldn't fight and they, and they let them duke it out, right? So a couple of the ones they got, they got like Deadpool versus uh, uh, Deathstroke, right? Because Deadpool and Deathstroke were always supposed to be. So one of them copied the other. DC copied it from Marvel. Marvel copied it from DC. I don't remember. Uh, Thor versus Superman was a pretty cool one. These, they're doing great stuff with this. The effects are amazing. Uh, they have one. It's just Deadpool versus Batman. I think is probably the greatest one. I love it so much. It's perfectly done Batman, perfectly done Deadpool. I'm not a big fan of... Uh, um, uh, the the Walking Dead, but Tegan versus Joker was actually kind of interesting. Negan, you like, you like the, Negan, yeah. I, well, I changed his name to Tegan. <laughs> Wolverine versus Wonder Woman. That'd be interesting. Now, are these animated? No, these are acting. Acting, and it's is it is there CGI or practical effects? How do they do the special effects? A little of both, probably more CGI. But then there's one. It's Iron Man versus Optimus Prime. Look at that paint job. What is this, the 80s? All right, run some scans for me. Unless you expect me to check under the hood myself. Your sarcasm is, of course, always appreciated, sir. Well, that's why I live and breathe, Jarvis. Gotta admit, this didn't make my list of things I planned for. Tony Stark, I presume. What is it you've come here for? Did you catch that, Jarvis? Loud and clear, sir. Good, because I just wanted to prove to the guys back at the office that my advertising isn't for nothing. This guy totally recognized me. So this one's a full CGI'd Optimus Prime fighting Iron Man. Mm. It was killer. I mean, you got to look at it and go, all right. I'm not paying for this, so it's okay. <laughs> but, but it was really, really good. You guys got to check it out. Bat in the nice. Sun. Bat in the Sun. Will we put links for all of these things in our, since they are all free, we have the YouTube links in our description? Yeah, if I remember. I'll, I'll add them. If I remember, you you have heard it first. <laughs> Tim, you mentioned uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No one remembers. Yeah. The, uh, there are a lot of, they didn't make my list, but there are a lot of Casey Jones fan films on YouTube. I've seen a few of them pop up, but I've yeah. never actually sat down and watched one. Not not the best, but not not bad. Like I said, I don't want to discourage anyone from not doing this stuff, but uh, pretty cool. Ride in that train, high on cocaine. <laughs> Casey Jones. Oh, it's not that one. No. What else you got, Casey? We're wrapping it up here. What do you got? My next one. We talked about this when we talked uh, with Peter Anthony. Uh, Dirty Laundry, it's called. It's a Punisher fan film with Thomas Jane. He was in uh, not the Dolph Lundgren one. He was in the Thomas Jane one. 
Uh, it was 2012, directed by Phil Jono, written by Chad St. John, Thomas Jane, Ron Perlman is in it, Shannon Colas. It's basically, you know, he wakes up in a van. He gets out of his van. He goes to do laundry, and there's some prostitutes that are getting treated bad by their pimp, and then, you know, all we all know what happens, and the Punisher just can't take it anymore. Awesome. Awesome movie. I read, I was reading today that they're going to, or it's in the works that a second one is written. So I don't know if that'll ever happen or not, but if anyone likes the Punisher, uh, John Bernthal did a great Punisher, I think, on Netflix. But this this one is really good, and it's really short. And they got Ron, Ron Perlman. Uh, to he plays uh, like a clerk behind a counter in a convenience store, and he's actually I don't want to give too much away, but it's really good. Check it out. Oh, we will. He's already got it pulled up. We're gonna watch it later. Nice. We like the Punisher. So I think that movie is produced by, I think his name is Adi, Adi Shanker. So I think this is a a, a person who does a a few of these because the last one on my list was done by this person as well. This is a fan film of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yes, I read about that. And it's got Katie Sackhoff, they hired her, and James Vanderbeek. And it's kind of like a more gritty sci-fi take on Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And I was that when that came out, I was kind of, you know, I was a bigger kid now. I, I don't watch Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. That's for kids. Still watching G.I. Joe and Turtles <laughs> and all that. But no, I had to draw the line somewhere. So I wasn't ever a real fan of that. But I'll tell you what, if that movie, that, that, that re- reboot that I did see, if that reboot that came out, that terrible reboot, was more like this Vanderbeek one, That'd be really interesting. I could actually get into the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So yeah, I mean, he's done a few others. I I, I wish I was more prepared, but check him out. His name is um, Ad Shanker, and check out the other movies that he's made. He's doing some cool stuff. Yeah, that's in my notes for the original. His name actually made the Wikipedia page for fan films. It just says uh, he's famous for producing a series series of satire films based on popular franchises. One in particular, the Mighty Morphin uh, Power Rangers Unauthorized, a dark re-imaging of the Power Rangers. Yeah. I'm intrigued. I think I need to watch that, too. <laughs> well, does anybody have any more? Because I have a feeling we're all going to go watch the uh, a bunch of fan films right now. Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, – this one was on the I, – I actually had seen this before I read this on the uh, Wikipedia page, but it's worth mentioning. Uh, some kids it's it's actually on i think it's on netflix or amazon prime something like that you can find it it's uh it's called raiders the story of the greatest fan film ever made it's about seven friends they started making this uh a shot for shot remake of raiders of the lost ark when they were i think like you know 10 or 11 or 12 and they they only saw each other in the summertime or that's when they would make it so they made it from from 1982 to 1970 or yeah 1982 to 1989. So throughout the entire movie they progressively get older. Like their characters stay the same but they keep getting older, you know, <laughs> throughout the whole movie. Uh and there's a there's a documentary about them making the you know the process of it because they they get into like they make uh, uh, an exact replica of the plane. You know, remember the plane scene where it's going around in a circle and the guy gets chopped with the the blade. Yeah. Like they make an exact replica of that plane. <laughs> that was done recently. Like the more re- like they took like twenty some years off. There were a couple shots that they couldn't get, and uh, it's really it's really neat. The whole story, because like a lot of the, the, a lot of them didn't even. I think some of them didn't even speak after a certain amount of time, you know. And they all had to like rekindle their friendship to finish this movie. So it's like a seven-year-old Indiana Jones, and then as the movie's going on, you know, <laughs> five minutes in, he's now eighteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like now he's like forty-seven, and. And you're like, what's going on? That's pretty interesting. So it was just sort of a, a personal pet project. And the guy, how long did it take him to finish it? 
1982 to 1989. But then, uh, but then they, there were some scenes that they didn't recreate that they just couldn't get, like the plane scene. So they, there were some shots that were missing, and then they all got together. So then they're even like in their 40s at one part during the scene, at one, one part during the movie. And then it goes back to them being kids because that's like in the middle of the movie, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty that's funny. Neat. Yeah, it's pretty neat. All right. Well, I think that's all we got. All right. Roseblood. Everyone should go see Roseblood November 28th in Connecticut. Yeah. Go ahead. Continue. Oh, he's he's pulling something out. Though. <laughs> Continue with the plugs, please, sir. November 28th, Roseblood, Branford, Connecticut. Bill and I will be there. Amber, I believe you will be there. Uh, Tim, would you like to give the name of your band? It's A Silent Ending. The silent ending. Not unlike this podcast. <laughs> All right. Check out Tim's band, The Silent Ending. We're everywhere. Uh, the podcasts are found. I feel like the music is getting louder. It is. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Hollywood's not going to hire you as a singer either. <laughs> Buy our sponsor. Uh, if you like granola bars or granola, bearclawkitchen.com. Use code DELUXE15 for 15% off of your entire order. We are now on the Deluxe Edition Network. Check us out on the den.show. Uh, anything else, Bill? Hollywood. I can read really well. I can do voiceovers. I can do funny voices. We have other voices. Hire me. I bring nothing to the table. You bring a lot to the table. Thank you, Casey. You know, thank you for being you.